Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. 7.32 on this Tuesday. Time now to bring in some of our global talkers to chat about, I think, the water cooler topics in their market. Scott Thompson, who hosts The Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. And Craig Needle, who can be heard on 980 CFPL in London. Hey, guys. Hey, great to see you, Alex. Great to not Alex. see you, but hear you. Or at least hear you. You would be a magic kind of guy. What you look like. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we had a couple of things to get through. I want to talk about Paul Haggis, uh, Oscar-winning director, former Scientologist. He's making headlines with news that he faces several serious allegations of, of rape. And, uh, you know, he's denied all allegations. None have been tried in court, but he is a London, Ontario boy. And there is a park named after him. He went to Fanshawe College, where there is a scholarship in his name. And I'll start with you, Craig, because the mayor is watching developments. But is there actually a conversation to strip him of these naming rights? One counselor has said that's what he wants to do. A couple of other counselors have said, hold on, let's wait a little bit here. Uh, I think there are a lot of people in the community that do want to see the name on that park changed. I heard a, a, a lot from them on, on my show this morning saying, hey, you know, this guy is, is in all likelihood done some very terrible things, and I don't know if we're comfortable with a public space being named after him. I don't think the name of the park is going to get changed anytime soon. I don't see it as something that's going to come up at, at a council meeting which is where this would have to be changed. But uh, there, there's definitely going to be a loud conversation. Here's my problem with this. Um, and Scott, like, look, we have all these men being accused. I'm not saying he didn't do anything. The point is, I don't know if he did anything because it's not been tried in the court of law. It's the court of public opinion making the decision. I mean, does he not deserve to be presumed innocent? I mean, he was a highly controversial figure who left Scientology. For all, he, all we know, it could be tied to that. I think you bring up a very valid point here, Alex, and, and we just have to wait and see how this all shakes down. It's an ugly story, no matter which way you look at it. So, you know, for us to you know, immediately uh, to, to react to this, uh, I mean, I could see lots of people wanting to do this, but I do think you have to wait and see what plays out. Now, that being said, we've certainly seen this with things like renaming uh, schools or buildings named after John A. McDonald. I'm not for that. You know, no. this is viewing life through a different lens, different time, different place. Everybody was racist back then. But this is a situation very current. Uh, everybody's aware uh, of, this, uh, of this situation in Hollywood, Washington, and, and in private industry as well. So I think that there is absolutely extra heightened sensitivity about all of this. But again, the story is just so bizarre. You got to wait and see how it all flushes out. Yeah. And I would hope that those in leadership positions, whether it's in London, Toronto, Los Angeles, I don't care where it is, who would say, let's let's wait and see, because it's I think only guys when you get yourself or I find myself in a position where I'm being accused, I sure would hope that that, you know, social media is not my judge and gavel. But, you know, when you hear several allegations, as we have in this scenario, and, and, you know, once you hear from one and then another, then another, and the dominoes start to fall, it's pretty hard to ignore. Sure, sure. But again, there is a process, and I have to think we follow that process. Absolutely. 
I think it depends a little bit, though, on the, the, the situation, how the process is going to get followed. For, let's use the Matt Lauer example. NBC gets the Matt Lauer uh, accusations, and they say, you know what, you're bad for business. You've got to go. I think there's a difference between a private company making that decision, which they think was the right move for them, and a municipal government making a decision to take someone's name off a park. I think the, the, the latter is something that you do with a little more weight behind it, something that you, you are a little more careful with than saying, you know what, you've just actually got to get fired from your job. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll... I'll we'll wait and see the fact that he's linked to, to Scientology and 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 you know really really angered them when he left there could be a link to that maybe they're trying to tarnish his name or whatever but there's certainly lots of layers to this onion absolutely yeah. uh shall we talk about Tim Hortons sure of course. because lord knows there's many in Hamilton it's the very reason I don't go to Tim Hortons today is because I had far too many Tim Hortons as a, as a young gal. Uh, but, of course, uh, they're all over Ontario. But tomorrow, um, at following today's boycott, which was No Timmy's Tuesday, uh, now labor unions uh, are planning all sorts of rallies tomorrow across the province, including that Coburg location. Tim Hortons is easy to vilify, but there's no question I think the unions want to take this opportunity to try to unionize. Um, but to me, Scott, they are, uh, you know, are they trying to hurt the worker by putting Tim Hortons out of business? Well, you know, here's an interesting point. Uh, and as you mentioned, and I've done a commentary on this for tomorrow, Tim Hortons is an easy target for Kathleen Wynne, especially this one, because it's owned by the former uh, founding family. These people, are, these people are loaded. They don't need a Tim Hortons franchise. They're just doing this for the fun. On the other hand, perhaps they're the only ones strong enough to stand up not only to the government, but to this company and say, hey, you're squeezing us. If anybody else had said it, then, you know, perhaps they'd be slapped or, or, or couldn't afford the consequences. These people are wealthy people. They can certainly afford it. My question is, why, rather than pick on Tim Hortons, which has been known to have quite substantial benefit packages for their workers, one of the better workers to work for in a minimum wage position, what about the mom and pop operations yeah. that don't have this kind of backing behind them? How are they going to react to all this? Well, that's my concern, Craig, because today it's Tim Hortons. Tomorrow it could be a, a chicken place that uh, that had to make cuts, and then they're vilified. They won't be able to fight back like Tim Hortons. Certainly not. But here's the thing about Kathleen Wynne. Is I don't think she's a great premier, but politically, she's no dummy. Oh, this and, is a brilliant move. Oh, yeah. And this is, I, I'm going to take, like, hey, people who are making $14 an hour, I'm going to go up against the billionaires for you. That's perfect. When it's yep. someone who's a small business, the, uh, the quote-unquote backbone of the economy, middle class, all those terms they like to throw around all over the place she's not going to do anything like this she's going to be the the understanding premier it's two-faced obviously but that's the way she's going to handle it I i also find it fascinating the parallels between this meaning the minimum wage issue, and the electricity file. Yeah. Both of these started great ideas. Renewable energy, raising the minimum wage, who wouldn't want to do that? But again, a lot, uh, too much, too fast, no planning. Where's the, where's the due diligence? Where's the cost analysis? She has tarnished these great ideas and, and as a result introduced lots of divisiveness simply because she hasn't done her due diligence and cost analysis. She's uh, uh, an activist premier and again forgets about the bottom line that was the whole electricity yep. mistake yep. she didn't realize it would cost us this much yeah Same well thing. look you both uh, are in markets uh, where tim hortons is enormous and i'd be curious to see um if it starts to put a dent in 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 the bottom line i talked to this i talked about this today and i'll let craig speak sorry i talked about this today with my listeners and you know what i didn't get a lot of support for kathleen Wynne. i got mm-hmm. the opposite 
Interesting. What about your market, uh, Craig? Yeah, I asked people earlier this week, hey, you're going to stop buying Tim Hortons this week or tomorrow, whatever it happens to be. And the general response was, no, I don't think so. Um, here's the thing. It's such a staple part of what people do in this country, which makes yeah. it such an easy thing to talk about. Right? Everyone knows Tim Hortons. Everyone's been to Tim Hortons. Uh, that I, people have a really hard time giving that stuff up. So even if there's some sort of negative story floating around about Tim Hortons and every time they raise the price by a dime, there's all these people saying, oh, I'm never going to go to Tim Hortons again when Tim Hortons doesn't notice anyone missing. It's because it's such a huge part of people's routine that uh, I don't think any boycott's going to be effective. I don't think Tim Hortons is going to notice anything. Changing. And this is a fight between Tim Hortons and their, uh, Tim Hortons franchisees and their head office. Yeah, I'm glad you brought Tim that up. Tim Hortons was bought uh, a while ago. They're being squeezed. It's costing the franchisees more. Uh, Two hundred and forty-five thousand, according to one report. Exactly. Neither the wind government or or the fran- or the head office seems to be helping them. And again, I go back to this is an easy target. Yeah. Talk to me about the mom and pop locations that are trying to you know run a convenience store or run a restaurant. Yeah. Look, Craig, I think the 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 narrative is going to change if we start to see you know communities where your local florist has to shut down, you know your area, you know maybe your pets pet little boutique is gone or. You know, your favorite pub has to shut down. That's when local communities will say, uh, yeah, that this is not what I expected. No, absolutely. And to me, it's just very clear as to what's happened here. It's not being cynical to say this was done on January 1st, 2018, because at some point this year, we are going to go to the polls and Kathleen Wynne wants some votes. She wants to stay in power. If they were serious about, oh, yeah, we want minimum wage to be $15 an hour because that's the right thing to do. They would have done this the way that it was done in other jurisdictions like Seattle, where, okay, we're going to raise minimum wage 50 or 75 cents every six months or so. And eventually we're going to get to the point that we want to be at, as opposed to it's going to go up $2.40. Kathleen Wynne used to be all about, oh, the right thing to do is tie minimum wage to inflation because it's not political. All of a sudden, one day, she looked at some poll numbers, realized yeah. that she was in support to the NDP and said, nope, okay, we've got to just bump the minimum wage up right now because we have no other choice. That's Absolutely. what happened here. And uh, it's, it's too bad because there's going to be some seriously negative effects here. I don't hate the idea of a $14 an hour minimum wage, no. but the idea of it jumping up by two hundred by $2.40 or $2.60 overnight, that is a real problem. Yeah, it's just the collateral damage, guys. Just Craig, the collateral damage. Yeah, Last point to you, uh, Scott, because i got to wrap. Craig brings up a very, very valid point that, you know, at the end of the day, uh, this isn't about giving people a minimum wage increase. This is about the speed in which it's yes. done. And that was yep. my comparison with the hydro fire. 100%. It, that's, that's the point. 100%. All right, guys. Good chatting with you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. That is Scott Thompson, host of the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML and Craig Needle, who could be heard on 980 CFPL in London.